This is Shauna Lopez, and you are entering the Seriously Shauna Experience, an Ultimate Christian Podcast Network production. It is wonderful to be here with you. This is Seriously Shauna Podcast. I am your host, Shauna Lopez. Let me tell you something. I have had a stressful day already today. Let me explain something to you. Before I hit record, I sat down in my little studio, and I went to go hit record, and I kept hearing this. It was almost like, you know, when someone's using a weed whacker outside, that just that high-pitched noise that's constant, continuous. So I heard that. I'm like, well, I don't think. It's not quite loud enough. So I take off my headphones, and I look up, and I'm telling you it was a murder hornet, y'all, it flying around in my studio. It was so loud. I thought, is that a jet engine murder hornet? Like, I had never heard anything so loud and buzzy in my life. And I'm trapped in my studio because it's in between me and a door buzzing around with his fists up like it wants to kung fu me. And so I'm sitting here. What am I going to do? I can't get out this door. And we got a bug zapper, but it's inside my house. So I text my son to bring out the bug zapper, ASAP. I said ASAP. And my phone automatically makes ASAP caps, all caps, right? So it's serious. And I'm sitting here, like three minutes goes by, and I'm thinking, what is my son doing? He has absolutely zero to do. Zero going on. You hear me? And so finally I hear him come in a door and he's like, what, where is it? I'm like, why can't you see in here? What is wrong with you? So we are flopping around like a couple of Keystone cops, trying not to get killed by the murder hornet. And he's flying around with that thing and he is zapping it. I'll be honest with you. If you are one of those people who don't think like you should kill insects or whatever, that's your on you. But for me and my money, I'm going to zap a bug until it's dead. Okay. And so he and I flop around and we're looking. He comes over towards me and he hits it. But we don't. Where is it? And guess where it was? Climbing on me. It was climbing on me. And of course, then I do the get this bug off me dance. It flies back up and my son gets it and gets it again. He had to probably get it four or five times. I'm like, that's cruel and unusual punishment. It really wasn't because this thing would not die. It was ready to fight. This was a thug murder hornet. I'm telling you right now. So we finally got this thing under control, but it made me sweat. I had a jacket on in the studio. I had to take it off. It has been a stressful morning already. Ugh, had to kill a murder hornet. You know, it has really been the longest summer in the history of summers already. And summer ain't even started. Is that, Do y'all feel this too? Summer has not even started, y'all. And it already feels like a long summer. But I, you know, I've been home and, and hearing all your stories. Y'all email me and let me know how it's going, you know, because some of y'all are have your kids in school and then now they're home. And so you got to homeschool them and, And so you're emailing me and telling me your adventures, and I love it. I love hearing about it. I support you 110%. You know, but we've been homeschooling. For those of you who are new to the show, 
I'm a homeschool mother of five boys. Three of them are teenagers. So listen, when something like this happens, my boys are like, I don't know what the big deal is, y'all, because we've been doing this homeschool thing for the longest. We know what it's like to have mom hovering over our shoulder for every single lesson. Y'all are getting a dose of that. How about that? Okay. And so my kids are, are fairly used to this. I never forget one time and we lived in a cul-de-sac and it was uh, a, a big winter storm come through, which doesn't happen that much in Texas, especially the port where we live. And anyway, the kids that lived across the street, they were all outside making snowmen, throwing snowballs and stuff. And my kids are like, what in the world is going on? What, what is This ain't the weekend, is it, Mama? No, it's not the weekend, honey. Well, why are they out there? I said, oh, it's a snow day. I had to explain to them what a snow day was. They were appalled. They were indignant. And I really feel like they wanted to hold a city council meeting so that they can uh, get their fair share, get their rights. They really felt like they were being deprived of snow days because they had no idea what a snow day was. It didn't matter what the weather was outside. You're doing your school. That's how it's been in our house, y'all. Woo. But how are you doing? If you have your kids at home now and you're not really used to it, how is it going? How has your parenting fared? I got to be honest. It's hard, ain't it? Ooh, it's hard. I love my children. That's why we have them home because I wanted to spend every moment I could with my children. But please don't be mistaken. There are times when I don't want to spend any moment with my children. You hear me? That's not putting it down. That's being real. I'm telling you the truth. There are times when I need a minute from y'all people. I need a minute. Okay. And I, so I try to keep my cool, try to set a good example for my children. Do you? Of course you do. And I try not to lose my witness because there are times when my child will do something or say something or give me a look and I'm like, ooh, Shauna, hold on to your witness tight, girl. And so here is the line that I say every time when I am when I'm in that moment, when I know it's getting ready to go down, I will look that child in the eye, and they know this is it, right? They know. I'll look that child in the eye, and I will say, go somewhere else. And when my kids hear that, their eyes get real big, and they just back out of whatever room they happen to be in, and they walk away slowly. They don't turn their back on me. But they back up till they can't see me no more and they go somewhere else. That's it. That's a hard, that's a harsh as I get. That may be a bad mom. I don't know. I did be it helps me to go, okay, that we are at a we are at an impasse here. Either I'm gonna sin or you are. And neither one of us want to. So you need to go somewhere else. Y'all can use it if you want to. Y'all can take that tip, put it in your back pocket. But we do need, you know, we need some minutes, don't we? We need a moment. I feel like it would be good if we had a, a snap. Y'all, we talked about crime docs last week. Y'all remember? And I feel like we need a snapped show from moms, right? Like nobody dies. But it just shows other moms that everyone loses their cool. Maybe yells a little, being honest. 
and then they eat like 12 Mickey Ways. I, I just, that's all we need. Like mama snapped. Where's mama? She's eating the Milky Ways. She yelled a little bit. Because we all do. We all lose it. We all lose our patience. Right? Right or wrong? We do. We're sinners saved by grace. Amen. The important thing is, is how you handle it afterwards. Yes? Yes. Okay. I do feel like, do y'all have this? I sometimes have like this righteous indignation with my children when I say something to them and they make me repeat myself. Like I feel righteous in it. Like, how dare you not listen to give me your full attention the first time I spoke to you? How, how can you? That is dishonoring to me. Hmm. Do y'all feel that? I know. It's I know, but I do feel it. I'm, I, I said something to you. I am your mother, who bore you. Ooh, okay, you didn't just appear. Although sometimes I think they do. But don't worry, I remind them all the time that they did not just appear. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. One time I had a whole entire conversation with one of my teenage sons that he didn't even hear. I, you, they got those earbuds in. Now they got the soundproof earbuds. And what's worse is I'm knowing the bottom. What was, uh, that's on me. But I do feel like those earbuds, maybe Apple, if you're listening, Y'all need to have a mom mode on the earbuds that makes the earbuds shut down at the sound of a mom's voice. Like when mom speaks, and it could be to where you can customize it to your specific mom so it ain't just shutting down you at Walmart and a mom hollers up at her kid and your earbuds go off. No, you could customize it. It can voice recognition. Your mama's voice, but when your mama's voice call you, those earbuds shut down. So you automatically hear what's getting ready to happen. Right? See, I feel like that would solve a lot of problems. Apple, pick that up. You can have you only have to give me credit, Apple. I don't even need credit. I my boys, you know, as they're getting older, I'm starting to notice some of the little things that I did. As a child, just to get through the moment. Do y'all have those little moments where you just said something just to get through the moment? And your child took it as uh, biblical law. And then you see the repercussions later. So one time I told my son, my oldest son. And I don't even remember telling him this until it came back to bite me. But I must have been eating some kind of chocolate. Okay, a candy bar. I don't know what it was. And you know how they are. They hear a rapper and their ears perk up like a dog. And they come running. So he must have did that. I must have had sit down. Because I can't imagine any other reason why I would do this. But I must have sit down, getting ready to enjoy this chocolate, whatever it was. And this little kid come up, you know, with his face, like a dog. Put his face up at you, look up at you. And I told my son, no, 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 honey. You don't want, this is medicine. This is, this is medicine. You don't want to eat this. This is mama's medicine. And he believed me. And I never could figure out why that child would never eat his Halloween candy, his little chocolate. He would never eat it. He would never eat any chocolate, something offered to him, because he believed in that moment that chocolate was medicine. Y'all, I did that. Oh, can you believe it? He, poor thing. 
He believed me. Mm. You know, and this same child, I further traumatized him because one time we were uh, playing a game of hide and seek. And I, hey, let me tell you something. I am good at hide and seek, okay? I am undefeated in hide and seek. And this time was no different. And I don't play and let my kids win. No, I don't. Mm-mm. They don't teach them nothing. But we were playing hide and seek. And apparently I had a really good hiding spot. But I could hear my son walking around. He must have been seven, eight. I don't know. He's almost 18 now. So anyway, so he walking around, right, looking for me. I could hear him looking. And then it had been a little while. And all of a sudden I hear mom. Mom, so like he is looking for me now. You hear me? And nothing. I don't say nothing. And I'm still quiet. I'm holding out, right? But then, y'all, this is what got me. Then I hear that little quiver in his voice. Mom? Y'all, I scared that boy. He thought I left that house. He thought I was straight up gone. He was there by himself. I am, oh. So I came out immediately. I did. I gave it up, but oh my Lord, that child, he was terrified. Mm. I know it. I know. Y'all stop it. Stop it. I'm a good mom. I don't care what you say. Mm. So sometimes I look at y'all's kids. I gotta be honest. I I really do want to think your kids are cute. I know I've, I've discussed this before. I've been honest before. I want to think your kids are cute, but I don't. It's nothing personal. It's nothing personal. Some of y'all out there, though, think your kids are cat cute, right? Like, no matter what your kid is doing, that he's cat, he is so cute, up on the counter, putting their hands in the peanut butter. Oh, that's so cute. That ain't cute. That's disgusting. And remind me not to eat a PB&J at your house. That's what I look at now. That's what I feel like now. Y'all think it's so cute. One time, we were visiting a friend out of state. They had a bunch of kids, okay, running all everywhere, as was ours. That's what you do when you're outside. So I'm visiting this friend, and we're talking, having a good time. And then the kids decide, we had a campfire going. The kids decide, let's make some s'mores. Okay. So the kids are... You know, they the the kids were 10, 10, 11, so they could manage that. And I'm sitting there just having a discussion with the parents, just talking, enjoying, visiting. It's what you do. And this child of theirs, who I had been watching play in the dirt for hours, decides not only to make me a s'more and to lick her hands as she's bringing it over to me and hand it to me. I made you a s'more, Mishana. I made you a s'more, Mishana, in front of her parents. Her parents were overjoyed. That is the cutest and sweetest thing you have done. Thank you, my love. You have da da da. Y'all, uh uh-uh. I get ready to eat that. You expect me to eat that? I ain't eating this. No. What, What do I do? What do I do in this situation? Did I take it from this child? Yes, I took it. I said, thank you. Patted her on the head. Did I eat it? No, I did not. Are you kidding me? Although, I'll be, I'll be honest. 
If I had, I probably would have been immune to the coronavirus. That's true. That's true. I, you know, but I, I look at other people's kids. Listen, I realize other people look at my kids and don't think that they are as cute as I think they are. I, I realize that. I can see that. But I don't really, especially girls. I, I know I'm stepping on some toes here, but especially girls, I just don't see what you see. I don't, I don't see what you see. I want to see it. And I got to be honest, I look for it. I don't see it. It's got to be there because y'all see it. Some of y'all are blind as a bat, though. I'll be honest. Like, I don't understand the screaming from girls. I'm not saying boys don't, but girls will scream. Let me tell you something. This is a fact. Look it up. 99% of the kids screaming in Walmart are girls. 99% of the kids screaming in any store. It's a girl. It's a girl. Why do you do that? Stop it. Ooh, one time. I was shopping around at Ross. Do y'all have Ross where y'all live? Ooh, you got to have time to go in Ross. You got to have time and patience, okay, to go into Ross. I get that. So I go in there full well knowing what I might be facing. So one time I went on a Saturday, big mistake. Anyhow, I'm in a Ross. And I'm in line. And you know the lines. If you ever been in a Ross on a Saturday, oh, my Lord, those lines are out, out the door, long. They got it all wound up, you know. So I'm in this line, and I'm looking at the exit. And not just me, but everybody in the line looking at this exit. And there's this grandmother and grandfather. It was clear that they were the grandparents. And there's this little girl throwing an absolute hysterical fit. Because she had picked up this toy somewhere along the way in their shopping adventure. And she wanted it. And she wasn't leaving that store without it. And the grandpa, very gentle, very kind. No, no, honey. She was not having it. And she was losing her mind. To the point where those of us in line started looking at each other. Like, ooh, I wonder what's going to happen. Is he going to cave? Is he going to cave? Or is he going to stand firm? Let me tell you something. We were taking bet, and we were all rooting for this grandfather. Grandpapa, don't cave. Don't give in. This is it right here. This is where you win this battle forever. Or this is where you lose this battle forever. It's right here in this moment. We were watching it unfold. It was like we were watching a major sporting event, y'all. And we were all tuned in. We were all paying attention, and we were all, I could almost hear us, come on, Grandpa, come on, Grandpa, stand firm, stand firm, don't break, don't break, don't break. I mean, we were seriously taking bets, and I hate to break it to you, Grandpa went inside and bought that toy for that child. I was so disappointed. I really wanted to go tell that Grandpa, you blew it forever. You blew it forever. Now, every time you come to Ross, that's what you got to face. You'll never come here again. Those are your options. But you did that to yourself, Grandpapa. Yes, you did. You did that to yourself. One time I did see a little boy. He sat down in an aisle at the, right after the cashiers. You get out of Walmart. He sat down, and he was a big kid, too. He wasn't no little boy. He was probably at least 12 or 13, throwing this fit. 
throwing his fit. You could tell up. He didn't get up off the couch too many times. Throwing a fit because his mother, who was in a wheelchair, would not go back into the store and get him something that, well, I don't know what it was he wanted. I was like, ooh. My kid, every time a child screams in a store, we hear it. I see my, my kids get a little edgy, right? They get a little shaky. They kind of look up at me. They give me the side eye like, oh, mom, mom. I really do bet they want I'm getting ready to go handle it. Mom, don't, mom, don't say nothing to this child. Don't leave that kid alone. Let their parent handle it. I don't know. I just, like, if my kid is losing it in a store, oh, it's on. We're not getting ready to stay in here. I'm not, you, it's over. We are out the door. It is a drop everything and take your butt out the door. But some parents will gut it out. Some parents are like, I came in this store. I have to get this done. And if this child wants to scream, let him scream. I'm like, oh, you can't do that to the rest of us. I will tell you right now. I'm going to let you in on a little secret, a little tip. This has worked for me in the past. Because a kid a lot of times is screaming because they want their mama to look at him and get him something. And a lot, so if the, they're screaming, the mom is not typically looking at him because she's trying to let him, she's trying to wait him out, basically. Respect, okay. But I will walk by a kid and give him a snake eye. Yes, I will. I will walk by that kid and I will give them the mom look. And almost every single time that kid will zip it up. I'm not getting ready to do nothing, but I'm getting ready to let you know that is unacceptable. And I can tell them that through my eyeballs. You can too. My boys have seen it. They know it. My boys don't ever want to see that look, y'all. No, they don't. What about y'all? How about y'all's kids? Huh? Tell me about your kids. I, you know, sometimes I hear, you know, those people that are complain. oh, my child is doing this. Oh, he's doing that and this and that, whatever. And then they want to go offer other people parenting advice. You see that on social media? I'm like, what? Weren't you just complaining about your child out of control and then you're going to offer Susie Q over here some parenting advice like you know what you're talking about? Go away. Go get some home training. Don't come here throwing your floppy advice. Anybody want that? It's worthless, useless. Ooh, but I can look. Do y'all have the ability? I do. Some of y'all might. I can... Look at the pictures you post of your kid, and I can tell they are a brat just by looking at the pictures. I, I, it's a sixth sense I think I have. And sometimes I look at, I get annoyed with people's kids just by looking at their pictures. Like, you already annoy me. I don't even know you, kid. Is that, does that make me a bad person? Ooh. I'm being honest. It's not a skill that I enjoy. It's just, it's just a gift that I have. Y'all see that commercial on TV? I think it's for some kind of laundry detergent. But it shows this little girl wearing this pink cotton dress, right? She's out playing them up. I don't know what she's doing. I don't know where in the world she thinks she is. But she comes in at the back door. And the mama's in the kitchen. The mama looks over at her. And she is literally dripping head to toe with mud, covered, okay? And the mom just smiles and puts her head to the side and gives that that sweet little shake, that no shake of her head. Uh Uh-uh. 
only reason she did that because she's on camera. Uh Uh-uh, that's not how my mom reacts. First of all, I would be like, get your you-know-what out the you-know-where, okay? Don't come in my house with that because I'm getting ready to hose you down outside. You're not coming in my house like that. No, okay? And then it's the where have you been, what have you been doing, and what did you mess up in my backyard to look yourself like this, okay? It's not, you know, listen, in my backyard, right, now, if you live out in the country or in the middle of nowhere, that's a different story. That, that is a more logical. But if you live, like, in a neighborhood, ain't no reason your child should come head and toe like that. Uh-uh. And then to look at them like, oh, aren't you cute? That is not cute. That is not cute on an elementary age kid. It may be cute on a toddler. Maybe. But not on a kid that And then it shows it, and she cleaned the dress because the detergent is so good. And now there's little girls jumping and bouncing on the bed. Get off the bed and stop jumping on the bed. Yeah, I know it. I'm just being honest. This is what I see. I can't even talk about the way kids dress. My kids, yo, I told y'all about my boys. I got five boys, three of them teenagers. Three of them teenagers. They dress like hobos. They wear the same three shirts. I am constantly by my husband banned me. You can't buy them no more clothes. I'm like, but they're growing out of them. They don't wear them. They wear the same three shirts, the same pairs of shorts. This is all that they do. People feel sorry for them. Like, do, do y'all need some handouts? No. No. They just don't wear what I buy them. It's just that what they see right for. In fact, if you see my videos that I post occasionally and you see my youngest son wearing the same thing, you know why? Because he gets that out of the clean clothes laundry. He don't even bother going upstairs to get dressed where his clothes are. He just come down, does his chores, eats his breakfast, and he gets dressed with whatever is in the laundry bag. So he's wearing the same thing over and over and over. So if you look at my videos, you say, Shauna, why is that child always in that shirt? That's why. It's clean. Ooh. Some of y'all, you know, Mother's Day was just this past weekend. Y'all, if you follow me on social media, Ooh, if you do, follow me. My name is Shauna Lopez. I am pretty much everywhere, I think. Um, so find me. But I posted about what I did on Mother's Day. And I literally woke up to my six-year-old son in my room. Mom, I got a bloody nose. I look up. It's just pouring out of his face, all over his body, all onto my bed where I have white sheets. You hear me? That's the end of the story right there. Every one of y'all mamas listening went, oh, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy, Shauna. Yes, right. Exactly. Mother's Day weekend. I wake up. Husband, teenage sons, everybody else sound asleep. So I'm cleaning up this child who has blood literally everywhere. It's on my carpet. It's on my floors. It's all over my bed. I got to strip this bed. Y'all know I do. I got to do all the Magic Johnson to my sheets, okay? Clean this child up who is hysterical because it's never going to stop bleeding. He thinks he's getting ready to bleed out. This is it. No, it isn't. Calm down. Put this on there. Press it up there. 
you know, all, all this by myself. And these sheets I had just washed the day before. You hear me? I had just washed my sheets the day before. Here I am again, Mother's Day. So then, everybody's still asleep. This one's got to eat. Mama makes him breakfast. Mama's cleaning up the dishes. Mama's doing the laundry. Mama's up. And people say, oh, y'all take the, relax. This is your day to relax. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's not how it goes. That's not how it works. How about you? Is that how it works with you? Let me know. Shauna, seriously, shaunapodcast.com. You let me know how that works. It can't be. Well, I, you know, I kind of look at some of y'all online. I pay attention. And some of y'all kids, I really do want to think they're cute, but mm, I'm being honest. And if you're being honest too, because I've watched some of y'all over and over and over on every, all these different kids. Oh, she is precious. He is precious. Stop that. They both can be precious. We know the truth. And can I just put this out there? I'm getting ready to, I'm getting ready to step on some toes. But you know, I, I'm a truth teller. I'm, I'm going to ask you who have younger children, who have young boys especially, to please stop dressing your son in that powder blue Peter Pan collar jumper. But we are collectively making fun of you. Please stop that. I have never seen a little boy wearing that powder blue Peter Pan jumper, the collars all the way, the white collar. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I have never seen a kid have that outfit on with a smile on his face. Never. Not once. Why do you do this to these children? Why do you do this to your son? He's got to grow up with that on record, on film. He's not getting ready to get married with that nonsense. No. No, I'm just telling you, from me to you, from the older, listen, I'm trying to tie this to y'all. I'm trying to be my mothering wisdom to y'all. Please heed this warning. Y'all tell me how it's going. Hey, we're getting there. We're getting there. By the time this airs, at least in the state of Texas, we are almost going to be opened up about 50%. I know some of y'all think we should be staying at home. Fine, stay at home. Stay at home. But I got to get my hair done, y'all. I'm being honest. I tell, I've been telling y'all the saga. I've been telling y'all the saga of my hair. My hair is so grown out at this point, it's almost my natural color. It's almost. The blonde's almost gone. It is. I may go back to my natural. Hey, we'll talk about that in a subsequent episode. Let's see if I should go back or not. It's a poll. It's a poll. Y'all tell me. Shauna, seriously, shaunapodcast.com. Do I go back brown or do I stay blonde? Y'all tell me. Let me know. We got a lot in store. Got a lot coming up. So next week, I'm going to do it. I'm going to pull the trigger on it, y'all. We're going to talk about my surgery that I had. Ooh, I know y'all like Shauna, not another surgery. Lord, help us. No, I, stay with me, okay? We're going to talk about it, what I kind of went through. Why? Because... I'm getting ready to tell you what I got upcoming because it's going to be a big deal. I'm, I'm trying to do something different, new. I'm trying to get out there, right? You know, post-surgery, it's a big deal, especially if you have a big surgery, which I did have. But we're going to go through that. We're going to talk about it. We're going to find the funny in it, y'all, because there is funny 
in even things as serious as my surgery. So I want y'all to tune in for that. Hey, listen, we're getting ready to come out of this. Oh, my Lanta, I know it. My church, like I told you last time, is opening back up tentatively on the 31st of May. So I'm really looking forward to that. If your church is opening up and you're trying to line up people to come and share a word, share encouragement with your mom's group, with your Bible study, your women's Bible study, right? If you have a summer Bible study, some of that stuff's canceled. I get that. I'm available for Zoom if you all meet that way. Um, if you're looking to book in the fall, please let me know. Shauna at SeriouslyShaunaPodcast.com. I love to come and share my testimony. I love to come and offer an encouraging word and help those who have endured a traumatic situation to come out on the other side praising Jesus. Amen? So tune in for that. Find me on social media. Like and subscribe to the podcast and my YouTube page, Seriously Shauna. And so that.